0: Father, we thank You for this evening service. We thank You, Lord, for Your Word. It's rich, it's powerful. We thank You that tonight it will lift us up, encourage us, and and we'll just uh, be reminded of our inheritance in Christ Jesus. We thank You tonight as we approach Your Word very reverently, Lord. We have ears anointed to hear. We have minds open and hearts receptive. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, I have been inspired this week. I told you all this morning I've been reading a book uh, this week, an autobiography of uh, Dr. Billy Graham, and just so enjoyed it. Now, uh, Pastor Dave is hearing about Billy Graham every day. <laughs> but, but anyway, he's he'd already read the book, so he knows. But it's just uh, such a, a delight and uh, so powerful. Um, I encourage you to get the book if you don't have it and then uh, read it because you know I have a lot of books and sometimes they just sit there it's good to read your books right yeah. and get in there and um, and glean from the inspiration and the truth of of what uh, these powerful ministers have done throughout their life but I've just been inspired for souls by uh, Dr. Billy Graham and, and just Oh, it's given me such an unction to pray for the lost. Not that I didn't before, but you know, you can, you can just let people inspire you, can't you? And we need to let people inspire us. Uh, and you know, sometimes ministers, uh, just speaking from experience, we can get jealous of one another and, and critical and, oh, they're not all that, no bag of chips, you know. <laughs> but really we need to let them encourage our lives. Instead of talk ugly or critical just because the green eyed monster. Amen. So let people encourage you. And uh, I certainly have been encouraged by him. And uh, again, the Bible says that he who winneth souls is wise. Right. And so I believe that uh, as we and tonight we're going to talk about the return of Jesus, I think is I'm just going to give you a little appetizer because Reverend Joe Moore is going to give you the meat. Amen. And I'm not an end times preacher; I'm a pastor, so we touch on all these subjects, but not to the, to the in depthness that will happen a week from today. And I'm telling you, you better come with your seatbelts on because this this preacher is a is a, a preaching machine. Amen. It's like a fire hose. That you'll be, it's, it's gonna be so delightful. You're gonna love it. But anyway, tonight I thought we'd just have an appetizer. Is that okay? And, um, and just kind of warm up. Amen? Uh, but I think as we, as we keep our focus on, uh, the return, and he didn't want the, to give the gathering together and he doesn't want this, that and the other. But I'm telling you, we are gonna see an outpouring we're gonna see right here what this scripture is saying that in the last days He will pour out of His Spirit. Notice it's out of. That means it's out of us, right? Yes. It's out of His Spirit. Where's His Spirit? on You and I. That's where His Spirit is. Praise the Lord. And He's going to pour out of His Spirit on all flesh. So everybody we come in contact to, I believe that He is poured out through us onto them. And we need to, to hasten that call Uh, because I'm telling you, things are, uh, wrapping up here toward the end. Amen. They're wrapping up. And I remember way back, you know, my mother saying, Jesus is coming. And I heard that he's coming, you know, such and such. I think I was in college at the University of Alabama and I thought he's coming now. (laughs) And I remember getting home to visit on the weekend and nobody was home. I thought he came. (laughs) I I didn't make it, you know, have you ever thought that before? (laughs) <laughs> and so thank God they came home from the grocery store or wherever they were and uh there they were. So I thought, praise the Lord, I have a little more time here. <laughs> but but you know, we ought to be expecting. Amen. We ought to be expecting him. And uh not just to sit back and do nothing, but as Luke nineteen thirteen says, occupy till I come. Yes. Occupy till I come. Occupy, you know, can, has a lot of different meanings. Um, another, uh, I don't want to preach all of Reverend Joe Morris's, but another thing he says is, you know, uh, he has a t-shirt on his book table. that says, look busy, Jesus is coming. You know? <laughs> look busy, Jesus is coming. But we do need to be about the master's business. We do need to be putting our hand to the plow. And we need to be pressing forward. So looking at His return and expecting His return does not give us an excuse to sit back and do nothing. We need to be those who get more and more excited and more and more uh, uh, aware of what He wants us to do in our lives. And you know, let me just tell you right now, you're never too old to fulfill the will of God. We've said that before in this church. God loves to use old people, doesn't He? And I'm so thrilled with that because, you know, it's a big birthday this year. And I'm thinking, yeah, we're just getting started good. Amen. So uh, don't ever think, well, I'm just too old to start doing ministry now. And, and, you know, everybody's called to ministry. Everybody is. And not maybe to preach up here in the pulpit or to lead singing, but you are called to ministry. And the ministry is to proclaim good news. Good news, the gospel to every creature. And I think about God's word and the good news, you know. We used to have a little track we passed out. We used to go, uh, Soul Winning on Saturdays and Um we'd pass out a little track and it said, if you haven't heard the good news, you haven't heard the gospel yet. If you haven't heard the good news, you haven't heard the gospel yet. Because the gospel means, guess what guys? Life can be really good in this place, in the here and now, it can be really, really good if you live and move and have your being in Christ Jesus. Amen. He can help you overcome every challenge and every trial and every part of darkness that the devil would try to put in your life or put on you. Praise God. You can come through it, over it, uh, you know, and or pass whatever around it, but God makes a way of escape. Amen. And so uh until uh let's well let's look at this scripture. We want to read some here. First Corinthians chapter eleven. We know this as uh communion, right? First Corinthians chapter eleven and um first Corinthians eleven, and then we'll just read uh verse twenty-six. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. He's coming. He's coming again. Hallelujah. And so we're, we're, there's certain things that we're to do until he comes. We, we, we said occupy, you know, occupy means take control of a place, uh, by a military conquest or even, or a settlement. And I think about local churches when I think about that. We, we settle in. Amen. We settle in as a local church and, and we, are not defeated, we do not take defeat. In fact, we're here to say, amen, and we're not letting anything, no matter what comes along, uh rob us of our assembling ourselves together. Amen. amen. Praise the Lord, because uh, there is uh, Scripture after Scripture about the body of Christ. And so we come together and function as that body. So we, we, we come and we take communion until He comes. We watch and we pray until He comes. We uh, fulfill the Great Commission until He comes. And, uh, we find whatever, the Bible says whatever you can, your hand can find to do, do it. And do it with all your strength and all your might. And do it as the Lord is watching what you do. Amen? Do it as unto Him. Uh let's look here at uh Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. Are you with me? Good. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 10 and verse let's look at verse 25. <laughs> Amen. Not forsaking, now notice this. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. Some people are forsaking the assembling of themselves together. Now, you know, we've gone through a rough streak here of COVID, et cetera, And there's been this, that, and the other. But I, I think it's about time now to get back to church. Amen? It's about time now to really look to the Lord and have faith in God, and return yes. to your local churches. Amen. Amen? And uh so it says, Forsake not the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and I just exhorted you, and so much more as you see the day approaching. And What day is that? The, the coming of our Lord. Amen? Hallelujah. He's coming again. Now look at Luke 21. Luke the 21st chapter and um we'll just read a little bit here so powerful and and Jesus spoke um so beautifully here about some things uh about you know the the coming of the Lord and and let's look at verse 8 and he said take heed that you be not deceived for many shall come in my name saying I'm Christ and the time draweth near Go ye not there after therefore after them. But when you hear uh, of wars and, and uh, commotions, be not terrified, for these things must first come to pass, uh, but the end is not by and by. Then said he unto them, Nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, earthquakes, y'all know about an earthquake yesterday or today, right? In North Carolina, South Carolina shall be in diverse places and famines and pestilence and fearful sights and great. Signs shall be uh, there uh, be from heaven. But before all these, they shall lay their hands on you, persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and into prisons, being brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. And it shall turn to you for a testimony. Hallelujah. Settle it, therefore, in your hearts, not to meditate before what you shall answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom with all your adversaries, shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. And you shall be betrayed both by parents and brethren and kinsfolks and friends. And some of you shall, they cause to be put to death. And you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. Oh, what a beautiful picture. (laughs) But you know, there is opposition. Have you felt that in your years of living? Um, But there shall be not a hair of your head Perish. Hallelujah. And your patience possess your souls. So we see uh, uh all of this is spoken uh, because the Lord said, Your redemption draws nigh. Hallelujah. Our redemption draws nigh. So again, he's pointing to this wonderful return of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Now let's look at the book of Revelation. Aha. <laughs> We could really get into some things here. And you know, you're supposed to like the book of Revelation because it's uh, supposed to be a tremendous blessing to us. Amen? Well, this is my favorite part, the last chapter. <laughs> chapter 22, verse 20. He which testifieth, these things saith, Surely, now this is Jesus speaking, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus, Amen. and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Amen. So he said he was coming quickly. And you know, you might think, well, he hadn't come yet it hadn't been quickly. But you know, things can pass really fast, can they? And things can happen really quickly. So I think it's always just be, you know, the, the, the thing about it is to be ready. Amen. Be excited. Be expectant and occupy till he comes. Make sure we're right on track doing the will of God. Amen. All right, Pastor, I'm going to hand this to you.
1: Why don't I follow that. <laughs> like Brother Hagan used to say at the end of a part of a meeting, he'd say, we could just go home now and say we've been in church. But I will add a little few things to this. Amen. God... Uh, Uh, just the thought of end times. We just don't, I don't know. You just don't hear much about it, uh, anymore taught in a lot of places, uh, as if there's not going to be an end time. (laughs) And, but we're, we're in one and, uh, it's like we're saying so oftentimes, I think in maybe some of our past histories, uh, end time teaching always took a real negative, scary, Uh, apocalyptic turn. And, uh, there's, there's some of that in there. There is. I mean, you just, you, you you'd have to understand there's a judgment coming on this earth and, uh, the goat nations and so forth will be judged accordingly. And, uh, we used to sing that old song from the forties. Jesus is coming soon. Uh, and the part of that says many will meet their doom. And that's the truth, but. For the saints, uh, talking about the end and talking about Jesus' coming should not be a time of fear, a time of distress. Uh, it should be a time of rejoicing and praising the Lord for uh, the glorious things that we will witness. And we get right down, I always call it, right down to the, the big party. You need to plan to be there is the pit day. When we throw the devil in the pit and, uh, mock him. And in fact, the scripture says that people will say, is this the one that deceived the nations? Is this the one that uh, caused so many troubles back in 2020 <laughs> or whatever? And, uh, we will get to be at the pit day and, uh, and uh, rejoice in the truth and justice prevailing. Amen. And all things made right. Hallelujah. And I'll tell you, you know, all things are not necessarily going to be made right in my lifetime and in yours. We won't, there's no such thing as pure justice. Uh, you know, in this world, we try, don't we, with our legal system and courts and things to make things right. And it's all, it's all, uh, relative to, all kinds of things, you know, that are, uh, possible. But praise God, there's a day coming. Amen. When all things will be balanced and all things will be made right. And we will, we will be in wonderment and amazement, uh, at the wisdom of our God. Hallelujah. And so let these things, Jesus said, uh, let not your heart be troubled. These things have to come. And don't let yourself um, go there. You know, I, uh, a lot of people like to quote the Scripture about men's hearts failing them for all the disasters and things that they see. But don't identify with that. That's not for the believer. You're not supposed to be the believer's hearts failing them. It's, that's the unbeliever that has no hope, that has no help, that has no uh, surety. But praise God, we that are believers in the things of God, Amen, and we know whom we believe in, we know who our source is, and we know what our heavenly home is about. We who are like that we we when we see these things we all, we all almost get up and do a jig for joy and say, "Praise God, look at what's happening. Jesus is coming soon. Amen. All right, now let's look at some scriptures uh matthew twenty four his disciples uh came, and you know they're they're wondering uh what what's going to be the, the 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 end of the world now look at verse three uh, matthew twenty four three and as he sat upon the mount of olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, "Tell us when shall these things be?" And what shall be the sign of thy coming? Sounds like he's coming. You got all these signs that he's coming. Now, there's a whole group of preachers preaching he's not coming. But I don't know what they do with these scriptures. I guess take an exacto knife and cut it out and just have holes in it, like giving the newspaper to the sequestered jury. You know, they can't read anything that has to do with their case. But uh I don't know where preachers get off on deciding that scripture is for us, and this one's not. But here he says, what shall be the sign of thy coming? So he's, apparently he's coming. Apparently they had a word that he was coming. Amen? And of the end of the world. Sounds like there might be one of those, too. Now, we don't have to become ch- the chicken little ministry running around. The sky is falling. But we can certainly warn people. Jesus, now, and this is the big deal right here, what he's about to say here in one other scripture verse, and I want to show you that. Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. Now, there's the deal right there on end time signs. And, you know, Yes, there are signs in Israel. There are signs in the Middle East. There are signs in, um, uh, the world at large that's happening and, and all the horrible things. The Bible says that, uh, some of the sexual activity that will be on the earth and my Lord, it's, we live in Cole porter right now, don't we? Anything goes. Did y'all know Cole Porter wrote that song, Anything Goes? And so we live in the, in the time of Anything Goes. Anybody with anybody doing whatever they can think of to do, uh, as, as, uh, almost as animals. And I'll tell you, the Bible says that when you see these things, that's one of the signs of the end. It's the end times where they say that the parents have lost, uh, I mean, children have lost respect for their parents. And, uh, my Lord, have you ever seen such a time where children will cut their parents off and say, I'm not speaking to you ever again. Things like that have happened even with full gospel people, preachers. Uh, some of us have experienced some, uh, activity like that in times past. And I'll tell you what, it's the, you know, you have to begin to look at it when it's not just you that's having this problem, but a lot of people. And then you read about it, and then then there's websites that talk about it. You realize we are living in a time that was prophesied. Am I doing okay? We're we're living in a time. I'm preaching for my supper tonight. If I don't do well, she won't give me nothing to eat. You can't believe the tyranny that I live under. <laughs> yeah, like we could look at you and tell you're missing a lot of meals there, pastor. am <laughs> trying to distract you with my beautiful colors on this shirt. Uh, but, uh, I <laughs> might as well laugh, right? Beats crying. Um, <laughs> but did you know that all these things, you know, I mean, we could, we could, we could list so many things, details, that point to that we're living in the end days. And I mean, you don't even have to be that educated or seminarily trained or whatever to uh to to know this. Uh these are the end times where uh and we are we do see men's hearts failing them for the destruction and thing. But the key word is deceive. And the only way that the Antichrist system is going to be able to finally take over, I think they're getting close, the only way is through deception, not through facts. If you watch the news, I don't care if you watch liberal news or conservative, you're going to find holes in it on both sides. There's stuff that, you know... uh then it starts to be, you know, one news reporter says to the other, oh, well, you're you're a liar, and he says, Well, you're lying. Well, you smell, well, you smell, will you smell worse? Well you smell first. I mean, it sounds like two kids in kindergarten fighting over who's gonna, you know, control the bouncy ball. And uh that's the news. Welcome to the news. This is a long ways from Walter Cronkite, isn't it? And uh It's just a circus, and that's because of deception. So in order to deceive people, you have to put out a lot of misinformation to get it to work. And so we are not living in the information age. We're living in the misinformation age, when nearly everything that's reported is spun a little and is favored a little here or biased a little there. And so he says, "You know to not let anyone uh to not let anyone deceive you um, uh but that the uh to not let anyone deceive you, but that the end times uh uh in that time take heed that no man deceive you all right so it says here for many." shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, or I am the Messiah, I am your answer, and shall deceive many. And then it says, you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you uh, be, uh, be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation. And kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. They shall deliver you up to be afflicted. And he goes on and on. How many know have read those scriptures and seen that before? Anybody? And, uh, he goes on and on. He finally says, But he that shall endure unto the end, uh, the same shall be saved. Now here's a great sign, verse 14. Uh, then this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness uh, unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Then shall the end come. So... Praise God, you know, because of television and because of this thing we're preaching on tonight, the Internet and other things, we are getting near the end where the gospel is being preached. Now, on that thing about deception, I want you to look at verse 17. Um now if you if you come up with a guy on christian tv who's claiming that um if you got a guy on christian tv that's claiming that uh he knows the moment jesus is coming you got to look at this scripture but of that day and hour knoweth no man no not the angels of heaven but my father only all right so please don't start figuring it out and trying to make that happen. But as the days of Noah were, uh, uh, and shall also the coming, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Amen. Well, what is the greatest part of the days of noah how are the days of noah uh different or separate from other days and what was the prevalent problem in the days of noah deception they said there is no god there is no right there are no morals the world was just crazy nuts and you know freaking out right and uh and noah kept saying here's the way, here's the escape, turn to God, turn to morality, turn to righteousness, and those things, turn, turn, turn. And they wouldn't, and they drowned, the judgment came. So this is the same now. Today is the day when the church, more than ever, needs to preach, save yourselves from what's coming. It is still the day of grace. It is still the day of salvation. And you need to... To turn and make these things happen. Amen. In your own life. And so our, our, I believe that in this new day, I'm going to declare a new day, this new day and this new revival and this new time. Hallelujah. I'm going to believe that, uh, that the church will get the preaching of the gospel right this time. We, we don't need to be out there condemning people. We don't need to be the the moral police, or even the sex police, or whatever else that we try to be. Let the Holy Spirit come in a person's life, and they and their life will be changed. Amen. But see, we try to get out there and police everybody. Now you need to move over there, and you need to stand there, and you need to, before you know it, you know we're just like, I mean, the police can't even police anything anymore. I mean, the whole thing's gone to pot maybe literally to pot Are you listening But uh we need to get to the place where we're understanding that we're not to, we're not called to be the the police department we're called to be uh, of the world the sheriff of the body of Christ we are called to be ambassadors of the of the message of Jesus Amen God loves you he's done something for you And all you need to do is to receive and accept that in Jesus' name. Can you say amen, glory, hallelujah? We give God all the glory, all the praise, amen, for all these things in Jesus' name.